All right, all right. Y'all doing all right? Good, 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 good. Um, happy to be here in California once again. I don't like how the weather changed on me. I was excited for this trip, like, ooh, sunny California, go to the beach. None of that going on right now. <laughs> so, I, um, I've been in the customer service industry for a long, long time, from uh, waiting tables to working at call centers. And uh, I just learned a lot about people. I, I understood that my attitude or my customer's attitude will always reflect mine, both good and bad. Does that make sense? If I'm having a rough day, it seems like everybody I'm on the phone with is having a rough day. If I'm having a great day, it seems like everybody who calls is having a great day. But I realized that was just my own particular mindset. Make sense? So I want to go through some things on uh, customer service. And what I realize is that patience is the foundation of excellent customer service. Patience. So we're going to talk a lot about patience. Um, I'll show you how it ties into customer service, but this is the foundation of patience. So patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Um, do anybody here have, uh, let me not say issues, anybody working on their patience? Anybody here working on your patience? Okay. It's okay. Say it again. Say it again. You have a lot of patience? Well, that's good. We're about, we're about to see real quick. How patient are you? Okay. One is like um, less than a second after the light changes from red to green, you beep at the person, the person in front of you. Like this is no patience. No patience. Ten is like um, the cable guy says, I'll be at your house between nine and five and 5.30 comes around, and you're not upset. Where are we at in this list? We're between 1 and 10. It's just a random one given days. Mm -hmm. you know, it changes the middle of the day. So what or who do you have patience with? This is my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so funny. Because somebody else, uh, they said on, in the last one, they said, yo, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a five patient with my kids and then like higher up with other people. I was like, that's new. <laughs> so what or who do you have patience with? Oh, my gosh. Just about everyone. Hmm. Yeah. What situations or who don't you have patience with? I'm talking about like you have zero patience for this right here. You know what I'm working on? Patience for, um, for uh, telemarketers. <laughs> I have zero patience for telemarketers. But I realize that that's a problem. Because I want to be able to have patience with everybody and everything. So actually, we're in the car today. And a telemarketer called me. Actually, it was a company claiming that I owe them money for like a gas bill from 2000-something. I don't know. And... Uh, at first, I was, I was, I was kind of getting upset. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. This was year, about a decade ago. <coughs> Actually, I think it was like 2004 or something like that. Like, that's crazy. But I realized on the other end, there's another human being that's trying to do their job, right? 
And, it look, and I looked at it as an opportunity to work on my patients, to understand where they're coming from. They're just trying to do their job. Um, I don't know who it was. I think it was uh, my life. He was like, yo, hang up on them. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? But I knew it was another human, and I had a big issue with patients. And I went through this list. I was like, you know what? What are the things I do have patience for? And what are the things I have zero patience for? And then it helped me assess myself as to how patient I truly am. Does that make sense? Watch this. The framework of patience is wrapped up in three elements. Kindness, which has to deal with the heart. Understanding, which has to do with your head, your thought process. What do you understand? Either about your job or about the other person. And also being focused solely on solving the problem. How many people have ever spent more time ne than necessary in the problem before you actually start working on the solution? Am I the only one? Sometimes you spend, like you want to talk about the problem, but every minute you talk about the problem takes away three minutes from the solution, finding the solution. But this is the framework of patience, okay? Kindness, understanding, and being solution focused. So let's talk about kindness. What is the condition of your heart? Do you truly, truly care about this person's problem? This is, a, this is a heart issue now. Are we just trying to get, are we just trying to get the problem solved any, by any means necessary, or do we care about this person and their problem? I'm not talking about the problem they're having with J&K Fresh or the conversation. I'm talking about a problem that they might be going through at home. They could have just lost somebody in their family. This is like, this is kindness now. I'm talking about they could be, they could be, just got uh, um, notified that they have some kind of illness in their body. They could be having a terrible, terrible day. When you talk to somebody, I want you to operate in kindness. Even, even if they're not kind to you, which is challenging. Would you agree? I'm not talking about the job. I'm not talking about customer service. I'm talking about you, your heart, kindness. Do you care about their problem? And sometimes there's nothing you could do about it, and in your heart you know there's nothing you could do about it, so you just got to get off the phone. But I'm asking you to care. This has everything to do with patience. If you care for somebody, would you be more patient for, with them? Do you have the I get paid anyway mindset? I had it. I came, there was a job I had to do, and I get paid to do the job whether I solve this person's problem or not. That's not kindness. You can hurt somebody through that. And I'm, 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 I'm not saying I'm exempt. I work on it every single day, which is kind of rooted in pride. Um, but I don't want us to have that I get paid anyway mindset. Because you, you could probably get by with it working here. You know you come in to do a job to get paid so you can feed your family. I get it. But I'm talking about let's work, let's work on our heart. Examine your own heart. Putting your pride above someone else's problems. This is kindness. Can we be a little more kind? You ever had a customer talk to you rudely and that kindness kind of just went out the window? I'm asking you, I'm begging you, not for the job, not for them, your own heart. Be kind to those who despitefully use you. Be kind to those who abuse you. It's hard, it's hard, I know, but it's not about them anyway. If you yell at somebody, I mean, if they yell at you and you yell back at them, does it make the situation better or worse? 
it escalates. So I stopped arguing. A couple years ago, I stopped arguing. I'm not, I don't need to argue with you. Because if you argue with me and I argue back, we're going to continue to argue. We're not trying to get to the solution. But I care. I don't know what's going on in that person's life behind the scenes, but I want to be kind to that person. So I'm not going to argue. Sometimes I'll let you win. You just have it. Because I, want to, I, I, don't need, I don't need you elevated because that ruins my day. I'll just stop arguing. And here's the cool part. You ever, you ever had somebody argue, like you're done arguing, but they keep arguing with themselves? It sounds stupid. And eventually they stop. What if they say, no, the sky is blue. And you say, hey, the sky is green. And you're going back and forth. And they say, the sky is blue. And you say, you know what, you're right. They're not going to keep trying to prove their point that the sky is blue. Like, yo, you're right. It is blue. See, look out the window. It's blue. I say, you know what? Yeah, that is right. Yeah, you're right. That is blue. That looks real right there. Blue. They can't argue with an agreement. That makes sense? Kindness. I'm not talking about the job. I'm talking about kindness, the condition of our heart. Make sense? Understanding. What is your level of competence? Is there something at this job that you can understand the workings of a little better? All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash socialproof. That's NetSuite.com slash socialproof. NetSuite.com slash socialproof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. 
I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Is there anything about the system of JK Fresh that you can understand, study more? There's two things when it comes to, to understanding. One, understanding that person's point of view and also understanding what you're doing. They call this place for a problem, for someone to solve their problem. Are you the right person to solve it? Did they get the right person? Am I the man for the job? Am I the woman for the job? Understanding two things. One, understanding them and what's going on, trying to understand who they are, and two, understanding your own job. Have you ever been in their shoes? This will help with understanding. Have you ever been on the line, a customer service line, and the person on the other end doesn't understand your issue? How does you feel? How does it feel? So frustrating. And if you start to understand where they're coming from, even if you don't get it, even if you don't get it, even if it doesn't really make sense, but you try your best to understand where they're coming from, it helps with the customer service process. And kindness is wrapped up into this understanding. Because if you're kind in your heart, you'll try harder to understand where they're coming from. Have you ever had a really bad day? You can understand how that feels. Would you agree? You can understand that, having a really, really rough day. So when they call with a problem, it's not that they're attacking you. They're just having a bad day. And if you understand that, you're like, OK, in my head, OK, they're having a rough day. Let me see what I can do out of kindness to help them in their rough day. And lastly, we talked about someone needs help, and are you the right person to call? Think of two things you don't necessarily understand 100% about your job. I would be willing to bet that everybody in this room, there's some area of the job that you don't understand 100%. And you can get by for years. Trust me, I know. I've had a bunch of jobs. And I didn't fully understand it all. But eventually, you're in the flow, and you'll get by it. You'll figure out how to get around it. But I'm asking you to understand every detail of your job, or at least more than you know now. Does anybody have an area? You don't have to say what it is, but is there an area that you can understand a little more that will probably help you with your job? Good, good, good. Number three, being solution focused. Don't cry over spilt milk. Say this with me. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry over spilt milk. It's already spilt. 
What do we do about it? Have you, have you, and outside of this job or in life, have you had an issue where you spent way too much time in the issue before you got to start working on the solution? Am I the only one? You spent a bunch of time with the issue. I'm talking about here's the issue. You call your girlfriend, and y'all start talking about the issue together. And it's hard to move on. Because we get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the issue. And we spend so much time on the issue, by the time it's time to work on a solution, you got to climb back up through all the stuff that you talked about, which made you feel worse, to start working on the solution. I'm asking you, problem? Let's start thinking solution immediately. Does this make sense? Let's start thinking solution immediately. How soon can I solve the problem? And here's another challenge that I have for my own self. There's certain problems at this job that you're going to solve. You know how to solve the problem, right? Certain problems you can solve, no problem. Here's the next challenge to go to the next level. How can I solve them quicker now? How can I solve them faster? That's your own challenge for you. Yes, I get it. You're going to solve the problem. But I'm asking you, how can you solve the problem faster, more efficient, quickly? The faster you can solve that problem, the faster they get off the phone, the faster you get off the phone with them, you can go into another call or do whatever you got to do. But let's challenge ourselves. This whole conversation, all of these PowerPoints, aren't necessarily trying to teach you how to do your job. I'm trying to teach you how to be a better person. Everything I talk about will apply outside of here. Everything. Has it so far? I want you to be a better person. I want you to be a more patient person because if you're more patient out there, you'll be more patient here. If you're kinder out there, you'll be more kind here. You're more understanding out there, you'll be more understanding here. And if you're working on being understanding here, when you get to your family relationships, you'll start to think, okay, I need to be more understanding. It's all about growth. Don't dwell in your feelings. Focus on the completion. Let's not sit in our feelings too long. How we feel about the problem won't solve it. Make sense? And this is probably one of my favorite points. Your income will always be dictated by the, by the size of the problem you can solve. Your income will always be dictated by the size of the problem you can solve. For instance, a receptionist at a, uh, a doctor's office, they make a certain amount of money, right? Because they can solve the problem of filing the papers, making sure people's insurance is on point and all that kind of stuff. They'll make good money. But a brain surgeon can solve a big problem. Who makes more money? It's all about growth. How big of a problem can you solve? So we were talking in the last session about the phone system problem. If you start to fix the system of the phone and make the company work more efficiently, you don't think there's another position waiting for you somewhere? You become more valuable. A cashier who, who takes $20 Rings it in the system, and on the screen it says the person's change is $1.39. They read the screen, get $1.39 from the register, give it back to the customer. How many people can do that? Anybody off the street, right? It don't even really take a whole lot of counting because it tells you on the screen how much to get back. But someone who can manage six people who do their job, they're more valuable, would you agree? Who makes more, a manager or a cashier? It's all about how big of a problem you can solve. 
if you're continuing to solve people's problems and it's getting to management and people call on Lynette like, yo, this person, goodness gracious, I had this problem, I just couldn't get it fixed, I got on the phone with them. And that phone call comes more often, you become a little more valuable. Somebody who answers the phones and there's always a problem and you say, okay, I'm going to another job, they'll be like, okay, see ya. But somebody who's solving problems continually, you become more valuable. I'm asking you guys to be more valuable to the company. The more the company grows, they expand to different areas, we need this person to go open up this other. Does this make sense? So I wanna, I wanna go through a couple uh, tips for the phone, like tips and tricks. When transferring a call, and I, I'm understanding from the system, um, it may be a little challenging, but uh, we're gonna be working on that as well. I'll be uh, talking to Ray and Lynette about that, but um, transferring a call. Repeat the issue with clarity. If we ever get to this system, okay, I put this together before I knew your system, okay? But uh, repeat the issue for clarity. If someone says, I'm having a problem with A, B, and C, I want you to repeat to them, oh, so your problem is A, B, and C, correct? This does two things. One, you get it because you're clear on the problem. And it also does what? They know that you're paying attention. They feel more comfortable. Okay, this person gets it. This person gets it. They understand. One moment, please, instead of hold, please. We are trying to grow this company. And the only way to grow is to stand out above every other person in your field. Do you know, do you know, working at McDonald's, they'll pay you minimum wage. I got this from Jim Rohn. He said, if you work at McDonald's paying minimum wage, you, you can make minimum wage. If you whistle while you work at McDonald's, you'll make more. You can go in there and just do your job, but if you do it with a good attitude, you're bound to move up. At McDonald's, just off the attitude alone, so I'm asking us to care. And if we're operating in kindness, we're operating in love, we're operating with understanding, we wouldn't say hold, please. We're operating with kindness. I don't know how, this, how good of a, or bad this person's day is, but hey, how are you? Okay, cool. Just give me one minute, one moment, I'll transfer you. Operating in kindness. How you do anything is how you do everything. You say hold, please, hold, please, hold, please. I can imagine how you are when you go to a restaurant, how you treat the server. I can imagine how you treat the fast food people. I can imagine how you treat the people at the grocery store. Hold, please. Make sense? This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 